Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I am Alyssa, the piece of trash. <laughs> oh, oh my. Do you want to tell them why you're calling yourself oh, a piece of trash? I feel like an idiot. It's I never make mistakes in booking studio time. I never do. It's like the one thing. It's my jam. I'm on there the day that the schedule opens and do our slots. Well, we had to do a rebooking um, to get when we had Aaron on the show on episode 42 when we talked about taxes. Yes. And I had to cancel one studio session and rebook for that. And my stupid self canceled this studio session. But in my head, I thought we were still booked. I was 110% convinced we were booked for 4.30 p.m. on Sunday, April 14th. <clears throat> and I somehow canceled that session and did not cancel the one from earlier April. So we walked in and they go, hello, you are not on the schedule. And I said, excuse me? But thankfully it worked out. We are here. We are doing the damn thing. Yes, yes. We got, we got um, very lucky. Um, it is they... great to have an amazing, amazing, amazing studio family that is Gotham. Because they help us when we need help. Yes, yes, they they helped us figure it out. They got us in here. But what's fun is that currently we are unsupervised. Yes, we are. Our recorder left because this was gonna be his lunch break. So I mean, I guess forty four episodes in, we kind of know how to handle the room now. But I feel like we do a good job. But you know, now we are unsupervised. So and we're unsupervised business. And we're unsupervised. With a guest. With a guest. With a guest. Would you like to bring her in or shall I bring her in? Oh, decisions, decisions. We can All do right. it together. <laughs> we can do it together. So this week we have a very special guest with us for episode 44, the roommate edition. The roommate edition. It is Kelsey Hoyt. What's up, nerds? Hello. <laughs> Welcome finally to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's interesting to see what you guys do on Sundays. <laughs> now, you know, we say we are going into the studio. You know what the studio looks like. It's an actual studio. It's <laughs> a legit. People are like wonder. They're like, what What does it look like? And I literally will send them the Instagram for Gotham. And they're like, wow, this you guys are legit now. I'm like, damn straight. I feel like it happens every time we have a guest on. They're like, wow. This is a real studio. It happened well, with Aaron. It happened with my mom. There are a lot of podcasts out there that will film from home. And I think a lot of people who listen to their own podcasts, they are listening to those who do it at home. But it's so much easier at a studio. Look, we came in, we sat down, we were ready to go. This is great. I uh, definitely like being in this padded room. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Kelsey. Uh, well, before we get any further, we do have a treat of the week. We haven't had one in a hot minute, and I am so excited to talk about this treat. Today we have Recess, which is the sparkling water infused with hemp extract and adapt adaptogens. I can never say that word without sounding it out. It is one of my favorite sparkling waters out there. I call it my happy juice, um, but it's great because it has the hemp in there. So it helps with um, your moods. It can help get, keep you focused. Um, it can help you reduce stress. Um, and there's a lot of different things in here that are a part of doing that. So they have hemp hemp extract which helps calm the mind and centers the body american ginseng which helps improve your focus and improves your memory l i cannot pronounce this word thionine thionine um, thionine oh thank you kelsey it helps reduce stress with the help from green team and then the last one on here is shisandra which boosts immunity and promotes balance it's a supplement to a chill pill it is a supplement to a chill pill and honestly <laughs> it is great and it tastes great i have the peach ginger flavor 
I mean, I haven't, I haven't drank this yet. I'm very excited for this. I almost wanted to shotgun this because stop. It's, it's been a very emotionally draining week. And it hits you instantly. Like you feel the effects right away, and you just suddenly feel like you got this. Okay, I just took three large sips, so and I'll you let have know. the palm hibiscus flavor. Yes, and it is pretty good. I'm pretty a fan. Good. I'm a big fan. They also have another flavor, of blackberry chai. There is a store down in Soho that you can go. It is one of the cutest little pop-up shops I think I've ever seen for a CBD-infused item. I've never seen this type of thing before, and it's just very chic. Um, and and the, I think these are only four ninety nine, so they're a little bit pricier for a sparkling mm-hmm. water, but that's because it does have the hemp extract in here. I will say that I did go to the recess website because one day... I was having like a really stressful day. And I remember you talked about this uh, sparkling water. So tried to find it. I couldn't find it. I actually went on the website to see where they stocked it in New York. And they actually stock it in a couple of different places in New York. This is at the deli on our corner. Is it really? Because I went there. I went there. The health food one. The healthy one. Oh, it's at the healthy one. I did not go to the healthy one. Mm -hmm. That's where I went wrong. All right. They have all three flavors. And they also have some other... Hemp infused sparkling waters, but this one is my favorite because it doesn't taste bitter. Yes. You know what I mean? What do you think, Kels? I like it. It's like, um, it's definitely a perfect balance. And I would also recommend checking out the website. It's very aesthetically appeasing. (laughs) (laughs) What did you just say? (laughs) Aesthetically appeasing. I like it. Appeasing? I don't think I've heard the word appeasing. I'm very chill right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's dive right into it, folks. It's the roommate edition. All right. I don't have my computer with me to make noise, <laughs> so I am the noisemaker. Well, I guess let's go into first how this whole roommate thing happened. Because yes. originally, um, when Alyssa and I, we decided to move in together, it was actually going to be just two-bedroom apartments. Yes. Um, plan changed in... Like January? January. Oh, early when, February is when I texted you. I early was February. Like, Yo, it I was need. quick. Which, yeah. was, which was wild because February was when we started to look at places. And so it kind of worked in, out nicely. We moved in February 15th. Mm-hmm. So it happened quickly. Yes. And Kels, you were in Hoboken before. Yep. I was in Hoboken. I had two other roommates, but I was like in way uptown Hoboken. So I was walking 20 minutes to the path station every and morning. Those are long commutes. It's a lot, and especially, like, um, if you don't take in consideration if it's going to pour that day or if it's snowing, like, yeah. you end up having, like, they have a bus system. Um, I also, but, like, if you kind of account for the fact that if you're running late or you're hopping in an Uber and you're spending more money than you should be trying to yeah. get to a $2 path train. <laughs> and it's, like, at that point, your cost of living doesn't really factor. And it's also expensive to live in Hoboken. Like It is. Some people say it's cheaper than Manhattan. I do not believe that. Um, If you go in uptown Hoboken, it's definitely cheaper. Um, Closer to the path, the more the uh, apartment prices go up, which yeah, makes sense. that makes sense. There's a lot of people who work at World Trade or who work in Soho who work in Hoboken. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot easier well, to get Well, the path the train gets right to World Trade or even to the Fulton Center, mm-hmm. so you have options. Yeah, and then the, the buses, um, they have the port of, like buses that go into Port Authority that make it super easy. <laughs> yeah, but it's still New Jersey. It's Jersey. I don't like Jersey. <laughs> All right. I- Stop. We might have Jersey listeners. That's fine. And I respect that. I totally do. Props to you. If you live in New Jersey, great. I am personally lazy. 
And that's why I live in Manhattan, because I know myself. And if my commute is more than 40 minutes, I will bitch about going to work every single day and I or just not go. Well, I moved from San Francisco to Hoboken. And yeah. that was just like to kind of go from like the marina area and like the bay to like Hoboken. It was definitely like jarring because um, I expected Hoboken to be a little more metropolitan. Um, I think it's definitely I think it was different in the early 2000s because my aunt mm-hmm. used to live there when she worked at Bloomingdale's and she was the one who really raved about it to me. She's like, oh, yeah. it's so great. There's so many young people. I think what it's Hope- not to say it's a bad place. I'm no. not saying it's a bad place. Just not a place for me. No, absolutely. I think it's what Brooklyn is now. Hoboken used to be that in the early 2000s. And OK, I think people just kind of end up staying there. So if if you could have changed your path when you moved here, because it sounded like New Jersey was just a set plan for you. Ah, this bitch showed up on my doorstep. Uh, Well, okay, stop. What? It's true. (laughs) That is true. But what I mean is that, okay, if you go back and decide to live somewhere else in in that area of Jersey, would you have picked Hoboken again or where would you have gone? Um, Absolutely not. I think what it would (laughs) have Absolutely not. Sure, absolutely not. No hesitation. Well, the thing is, I think it kind of goes into like with us living together. It's really tricky finding people you can vibe with and live with. And to be honest, I lived with my aunt and uncle who were um, in Stratford, Connecticut, because they have this. That's far. Yeah, it's freaking far. But at the same time. They have a giant house and they have an in-law suite in the basement. So I had my own kitchen. I had a bathroom. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah. So I was there for three months until I found (laughs) – because I was working remotely for my agency out of San Francisco. So I thought it was it was great, and they even offered to let me live there for a year. But, of course, my little bitch ass was like, I don't want to sit on a train for an hour and a half every morning. I mean, but that's that's valid. Valid. that is a long time to be on a train when you could be using that time to do other things. Yep. Exactly. I know people who make that commute, and it's three hours. It's it's a lot. A day. Just the train from Connecticut to the city. That does not and factor metro, in Metro um, North subway is so time. expensive. Yeah. It's so it you it you have to be on a waiting list to get a year pass. I know how crazy is that? Yeah, you have to be on a waiting list, and and during peak times, which is if you want to get home at a, like seven or eight, you're paying twenty one one way. So Goodbye. it's a forty dollars a day. So I might as well. Could have been paying you rent. imagine if they made people get on a wait list for like monthly unlimited cards for the MTA? Oh, that'd be insane. Uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. No, so it's no, no. it was a lot to commute, and the way I looked at it, because I was only paying nine hundred for my apartment in Hoboken. Yeah, that's good. So that was apparent. Like when I looked at it at the end of the day, I'm like, that's how much I would have to pay to commute back and forth to Connecticut. But yeah. like, I would have still saved money in the long run because I wasn't paying utilities or rent or whatnot. But like, and at the time, it just sometimes makes it easier to be on your own. It does. So. I feel like also too, if you would have been that far into Connecticut, you wouldn't really be able to get involved with the city. No, and you know? I would, I'd be in and out. I wouldn't feel like I was living in New York. Um, but at the yeah. same time, believe it or not, I had that feeling living in Hoboken because, like, I was still paying off my West Coast move. So yeah. I couldn't really do anything. Like, I didn't start hanging out with you until the new year because I was Literally, so broke. Um, it was rough. Wait, new year, like, new year 2018? 2019. 2019, we started. I saw you at the end of the year 2018 more Yeah, we often. started getting together more then. Otherwise, it was very sporadic. So wait, when did you move to New York? Was it was it spring of 2018? Kelsey showed up on my doorstep in March of 2018. <laughs> 
That is exactly what happened. That's um, literally think, what happened. I think I like vaguely remember this. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I didn't even know Kelsey existed until <laughs> until like Alyssa texted me the one day. She's like, "Hey, my really good friend from college. She." She's looking for a place. Would you be interested in a third roommate? And at first I was a little bit nervous just because I didn't know her. I've had my own fair share of terrible roommate stories. And I was like, you know what? All right, Alyssa, I trust you. If you're willing to have this girl live with us, then like she obviously has a good vibe going. So I'm going to trust you on this. Yeah, you better trust Um, me. And I mean, at first meeting Kelsey, when we first went apartment searching with each other, I mean, it was it was fine. We clicked instantly. So it was super cool. Yeah, I know my um, people. But like, I know my I, people. I vaguely remember you telling me about Kelsey staying on your couch. Yeah, she <laughs> stayed with me for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, a little bit more background because I don't know if a lot of our listeners, there's people who do know us that listen to the show, but the ones who don't know us, who are listening to the show, Kelsey and I go way back. <laughs> we went to the University of North Florida together when Swoop. I was there for two years. Swoop motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and we were sorority sisters. We were actually pledge sisters. They were Delta Gammas together. Yes, we were. And now we're Delta Grandmas. <laughs> oh my God. I know. We're Yo, old and alone. Lie. I really wanted to be a Delta Gamma. Just Why? For like the- Oh, the gamma pose. The gamma pose. The backwards seven. Yeah, but I remember <laughs> D seven. I remember D7. during recruitment, I talked to this Delta Gamma for a very long time. We talked about like food and stuff, and then the next round they cut me, and I was like, "Damn!" I remember when I was. I thought rushing. we clicked. I remember rushing. They were ruthless. It was ridiculous, but it was really funny. As when I first came on campus, I wasn't going to rush at all, and I'm like, "Me well, either." I was like, "What is Triangle Hangman?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like Delta. I don't understand what this is. Yo, wait, And yo. then I would always throw the gamma wrong and it would always be a seven. So I'd be like, Delta seven. <laughs> well, I actually, I, um, I didn't want, originally I got, um, prepped for Zeta and DG and my aunt was a DG at the University of Kentucky. Ah, so that's I was how a you legacy. Got in. Um, we always took legacies, but, um, uh, I did it just for my aunt. Um, but I was actually, I wanted to be in a sorority cause I liked the gang signs and I didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> You know the hand gang sign. Yeah, you just wanted a Wait, gang sign. That, that's all I wanted is I wanted to be like East Side motherfuckers. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I, are you? A Delta Seven. A Delta Seven. <laughs> Triangle hangman's for life. I don't think I don't think we ever talked about this before, but I also like when I went into college, I was not planning on going through recruitment. Like sorority stuff was not like- my personality. And then the the girls that I lived with in the dorm, because at Ohio State we don't recruit in the fall. We recruit winter. Okay. Which that that sucked. Zero degree weather and a skirt was awful. Awful. But side. But going back to what I was originally saying, just the girls in the dorm got convinced me to sign up, and I was like, let me just be like a part of something. You know, I can go to parties. Oh no. I will like- say a lot of people shit on sort of like you're paying for your friends, you're paying to do events and stuff like that, and it's like honestly, if you're not in it, you don't really understand it. I joined DG at the school I was at because they were really big into service. They were really big into giving back to the community. I loved DG's mission of do good and the foundation that they have, the Delta Gamma Foundation helps to um, provide, it's a charitable organization for those who are blind or have minimal sight or vision and I think that's such a cool foundation and to be a part of something like that was very different and unique to me. We Uh, used to give 
eye screenings to kids. We remember we went to the Florida School for the Deaf and the Blind. Oh, I actually have a story about that. Oh my god, oh, good or bad? It's <laughs> it's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Makes me so, nervous. No, so um, I remember telling my parents this because we'd go to um, like because the Florida School for the Deaf and Blind is in St. Augustine, which is an hour outside of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And I remember one Easter we did an Easter egg hunt yes. for the blind. We, we would do me, that all the time. But let me preface this: so the Easter eggs have sound in them so the kids find the eggs through sound um and i remember i was explaining to my family i'm like hi um i need you to donate to this cause we're doing an easter egg hunt for the blind and then my mom was like isn't every day an easter egg hunt for the blind <gasps> what I, i'm oh. like that's awful no, but they thought it was awful because they're like they're, they can't find they didn't i didn't explain the sound component <laughs> so everybody's like um what awful organization are you a part of oh, <laughs> oh my God. i mean the whole point of it is cute you know a lot of these no, parents who send their kids to these schools don't get to see their kids unless it's the holidays. So no. it, it made a huge difference. In, yeah. It was in there. fun, and the kids are absolutely amazing, and I loved it. I was just, I'm very bad at describing things. We, like, I, I mean, so am so, I. So the fact that I was like, I need uh, money for an Easter egg hunt for the blind, they're like, why? why? <laughs> what are they hunting for? That's awful, but it's low-key true. I will say that... Even though I was not super involved with my sorority, I don't regret joining one. Yeah. Because what it did is it, it did get me involved. Like, if I wouldn't have joined a sorority, I feel like I would not have been as involved as I was in college. It kind of helped keep me accountable. Yeah. Um, Which helped, you know, really enhance my college experience. And it, it did open up some opportunities for me. Um, It does make you feel like you are part of a mm-hmm. larger organization, a larger cause, a larger thing, because... Like you said, it makes you feel accountable mm-hmm. for your actions because you don't just represent yourself. You represent thousands and thousands of women. And also what's cool, too, is that now since I graduated, you know, I made it through all four years. Now I'm an alumni and now I have access to, you know, alumni stuff and the alum and any kind of alumni network. Yeah. They're willing to help you out. Like when I first moved here, I remember I posted into the DZ Facebook page yeah, for New York. A Delta Zeta. Yeah, I'm a Delta Zeta. The turtles, and then we have a really the hard. Turtles. We're turtles, and then we have like a really hard. Turtles. I could never hard hand sign because it's a D and a Z. That's a real gang yeah, sign. Yeah, it's a real guy gang, gang sign. sign. That's the one Kelsey <laughs> wants to be a part of. Let me hold it up to the camera. Sign. We Wait. could do like some weird. Is this Delta Seven? D seven, yeah, yeah that was Delta seven. I, um, there's another version we could do, but yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, just being a Delta Zeta alumni, I reached out in the Facebook group, and people were really receptive. They were willing to help me out, trying to find living, trying to find work. Yeah. Um. So it's really cool to be a part of that. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, that's how me. And, uh, yeah. Going back to the point. Of yeah. Why we're right, we're roommates. Song. Yeah. No. Like I got all my roommates through Greek life within the Greek community. Mm-hmm. So like. Initially, like when I started college, I got paired with a rando because I went to UNF last minute. I was actually supposed to go to the University of Texas, and I made like a hard right last minute. What in tornation? I know. <laughs> Me in Austin, Texas, that would have been. <laughs> I almost went to East Carolina University in North Carolina, so. UNF was also a last minute decision for me. Yeah, so I decided to go last minute because my mom got sick, so I didn't want to leave the state. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, 
No, I loved you enough. Um, I had all my roommates came from uh, Greek life. My first one when I got out of the dorms because I lived with a rando and she was a tattoo artist and she would do stick and poke tattoos in her dorm. And Are I you stop. serious? No, I'm not joking. I watched her stick and poke an anchor <gasps> onto her ankle. And I remember I came in like wasted one night. And I'm like, Kelsey, why have you never told me this before? I came in one night and I was like, I want a fucking anchor on my arm. And then my friend Cody came in and he was like, you do not touch her. She is not consenting to any stick and poke tattoos tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. No stick and poke. Um, now, when you say stick and poke, do you just mean like little small tattoos? Yeah, those really small tattoos. Mm. You know, like you have the ink and then there's a needle and you like it's literally stick and poke. That's um, so, so wild. Yeah. So is that she, sanitary? I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> So, I'm going to go with hard no on that. So I left that dorm to move into the flats where I actually had a pleasant roommate experience. I, I did like your apartment lo- in the flats. Yeah. I remember that place. I lived with a great girl who ended up joining our sorority. I got her to rush and she was actually part of my, like, my little sorority family. Um, And then I... Megan? Yeah, Megan. Megan. She's coming to visit soon. Yeah. She's in med school. So she, we should definitely bring her on and have her talk about... Yes. Because she does so many weird things. Stay like, tuned for another guest. Ooh. Yeah, so we'll br- she's hilarious. I love her. Um, so that was a great situation. And then my other one was another sorority sister who was absolutely insane, who I lived with for a year, and we actually had to break that early just because, like, she was very like, and I, it's difficult. Like when you live with someone, you see everything. Like you, people, like you have to put your best yep. face on when you are out in public, when you're at work or school. But like when you're home, like that's your place to like. Yeah, and especially out. when you live with your friends, it does break down those barriers yeah. that we didn't see before. Yeah. The amount of times y'all probably have seen me walk around pantsless is, uh, you you don't have a number. I mean, it's same. too many times. I mean, it's same. too many times. I Same. I usually <laughs> yell out like, hey guys, coming out, no pants. I don't even give y'all a warning. I just go for it. I mean, you guys see me after my crazy nights. Like, you see, like, the shell yes. of a human I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this past weekend. Oh, oh my man. God. Friday night. <laughs> Kelsey died and resurrected and then came back no. out on Saturday. I, I It's my own version of Easter. Um. <laughs> Stop. You got to uh, check my bed. Is she there? She has risen. <laughs> I did check this morning because I was concerned and was like, oh, she's still alive. No. She did rise. Sabrina got to see. Uh, I, I was so nervous. Like, cause, um, I actually had the same conversation with Alyssa. Like I said, dude, I trust your judgment. Like you're chill. Like I feel like so. When and Sabrina, it's worked out. And I knew Sabrina was like the one when I like, I came home one night with like a drawing of myself and I, <laughs> I remember that. Oh my, okay. We're going we're, we're to take it a step back. So this was like when we first moved into the apartment, like very I think early this is our on. First weekend after. I think so. For some reason, I don't know where you were. My going away party for my last. Yes. yes. Okay. So I think this was a Thursday night. It was a Thursday night. It was was, a Thursday. I was already asleep. I never heard Kelsey come in the the, that night. But I wake I wake up Friday morning to get ready for work. I didn't know where I lived at that point. Like, (laughs) oh yeah. The best part was right. She had people. She got so unfortunately got so drunk. We were getting messages we on just Instagram. Moved. We just moved. We I want to give this context. We just moved, but I'm. T- we've been there for a week. <laughs> we, we were trying we've to get Kelsey We've been there for home. a week. So I was asleep when Kelsey came home, actually. I feel kind of bad about this, but I texted her friend in the morning, let her know that she made it home. But when I made it out into the living room, 
Um, I went to go down the hallway to get to the bathroom. <laughs> Look, the front door is still open. Like, <laughs> like it is cracked. Like that's I don't, a little concerning. I don't. I don't know if Kelsey <laughs> thought that the door like shut behind her or what. I but don't even remember getting home. It didn't even so. shut all the way. And so. I then go, I'm like, what the heck? So luckily my cat was not out of my room at the time. It's like a, you she would have been gone. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so I shut the door. I was like, whatever. I go into the bathroom and like there's jeans on the floor I along so. with a winter coat. Oh yeah, the winter coat sprawled out. And then there's like this rolled up piece of paper underneath the sink. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck happened in here? So I, I take I take the clothes out. Because I'm like, uh, they're wet. Why are, why are these wet? <laughs> I don't uh, know what's going on What's here. happening? And then I open up the paper and I'm like, is this a fucking caricature? <laughs> when did this happen? It was a caricature of Kelsey. Oh, what is this? <laughs> what happened last night? Someone drew me and I don't know when they did, but it was not half bad. So. It was a really good drawing. <laughs> I don't think I saw you until like way later that day. And I was like, hey, you good, bro? Like, you all right? <laughs> I wasn't even mad. I just found it hilarious. I, me as a roommate... I'm a really chill. Anything goes for me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and I'm the same. A full, like, this clo- I'm normally, I don't come home like that. Like, that I was know. a going That was like gig. a once a blue I moon. Mean, Kelsey hasn't done that shit since. That's not the first time since we moved in. And as of Monday, April 15th, it will be our two months of living together. And we haven't that's killed right. each other yet. So I think we're, we're doing, doing pretty good. solid. We're doing solid. We're yeah. doing well so far. No, we're Keeping it together. Good. Yeah, no. That going away party was wild, though. Like, they, there's actually a new rule about going away parties because of what happened at my going away party. You <laughs> are one. You need to remember where you live. Keep your address and your phone at all times. No, I know where I live now. I now that okay. Listen, <laughs> you know what Kelsey also did recently. Oh man, Kelsey put some Guinness in the freezer <laughs> and they exploded. Okay, another context because your listeners are going to be like. What maniac! I, so Kelsey gives us, I feel like, the comedic relief in our household honestly, that we need out like, of stressful days. I we have, need it. I have really good intentions, just really shitty execution. So. <laughs> you I, do, you do. I we, went to go make a protein shake. What was this Thursday or Friday? And I open healthy. up the fridge or the freezer, and I just see all this Guinness in like this frozen foam, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I just like kind of move the beer. I'm like, "This is not my problem," and I just get my <laughs> ice out, and I'm like, "Who did this?" I honest to God thought that it was you, Alyssa. I thought, <gasps> I, thought I thought you got beer from some event, and you wanted to make it super cold. Come put on! It in the freezer, and I was like, <laughs> I "Wow, I feel attacked." <laughs> First of all, I know you can't put beer or wine in a freezer because <laughs> okay, it will. I- explode I, I knew this I've, has this ever happened to you before no because See, that's why it's happened to me before that's why i've I know never not to do it. i've never done this and i know you're not supposed to put it in the freezer but now, our fridge was chocked full now you know not so, to put it in the freezer okay. i'm sorry uh, words um, she's gonna punch me from the, <laughs> across the table so i only put them in the freezer because our fridge was so full it was really full and i was like i'm just gonna put them here until i can play jenga with this thing and i'm gonna figure out a way to put them in there and then, again good intentions good intentions terrible execution <laughs> I, I texted in the group john i was like hey who thought it was gonna need to put beer in the freezer and kelsey just texts back she's like oh fuck <laughs> was I, I had been in meetings all day and i usually leave my phone at my desk when i'm in meetings and i come back to like 23 messages in our roommate group chat of 
Kelsey talking about how she put beer in the freezer and it literally exploded everywhere. Kelsey was legitimately so, like, I could tell she I was know. really upset and so concerned. I was like, Kelsey, I do not care. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. I was like, damn, you wasted some Guinness, girl. I'm sorry. Like, that's good beer. <laughs> like, I'm sad. I was more sad about the Guinness being wasted because I mean, that's yeah. like alcohol abuse. It you was don't a get solid cleanup. I did it. It was fine. Like it's clean. I feel bad for not helping, but I was running late to work no, or something. I don't know what was going on, it but I was like, it, it was in a consolidated area. We were fine. No, and let's goes back to this just being a good dynamic because we're all really chill. Because I've had roommates who are like, I'm the most cleanly one, and then there's others where they like take it to another level and they freak out because they're like, I left a trash bag once because I was running out to go to the <gasps> airport. And I felt terrible because, like, I normally, like, I what I really do believe in, like, pulling your own weight. You don't want to create work for others. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, I'm always running somewhere. I don't know why I can't be on time or, like, take my – I don't know. Same, I'm, girl. So I was running out. I had to go to the airport. Um, And I swore because the trash chute was literally outside our door. So it's really not an issue. But I left it there and someone had liquid in there and there was liquid mm. all around it. And I got the, like, nastiest message in the group chat. And it was, like, so the two girls I was living with before, like, one in was... Hoboken. One was really, right. yeah. One was really, like, don't get me wrong. Like, she had a heart of gold, but she was just really mentally unstable. That's and, not great. And mm-hmm. it's not. Because, like, mental illness, it's really, like, it's something you definitely need to take care of. But it doesn't give you, like, a green card to be a jackass. Yeah, so 100%. It, like, um... And that was her deal is like she would have temper tantrums. And the mm. other one was just very passive aggressive. And she got out of like an eight year relationship. So like Oof. she never had roommates. She always lived with her boyfriend. So like she was used to that dynamic. And that's tough mm. not having real roommates other no. than a significant other. Because if you don't go through the experience of living with random people, of living with your friends, it's tough. And yeah. you learn so many things when you do have these situations like the ones we're in rather than not oh yeah. absolutely and like the thing is when we first moved in together i told them i'm like make sure you're happy with your room because i i just moved here from san francisco and i can't afford to move again so i'm not leaving but because it was i like they were both random people i had no idea who they were before this yeah i was like this isn't worth it i'm not happy in hoboken i wanted to live in the city i'm gonna live in the city it's not worth the like fighting with these people and yeah because like you have to find like your checks and balances like the things you'll compromise for and the things you won't compromise for absolutely and being uncomfortable in your own home it's just not a way to like i spent so much time in the office and with coworkers after work because i dreaded going home and i didn't realize that's why i did that's not right isn't isn't that sad because i've i've been in that same place before i've had my own fair share of awful roommates if you listen to I forget what episode that is. It's one of our earlier ones. We talk about some of our it's roommate horror stories. 20s. Definitely in the twenties. I mean, I I will just give like a little like I've I've had to call the cops on my roommates before. Like I like I've had some serious issues like that. My last situation, I dealt with the passive aggressive thing. Um where she she put up a cleaning schedule. And oh was, yeah, that was really passive aggressive. That was so aggressive. I like, don't believe in passive aggressiveness. I think if you have an issue, you communicate it she, and you discuss it and you move it's on. It's like with any relationship. You gotta exactly. be on top of it and it takes maintenance and you're gonna piss each other off. It's inevitable, but it's just being like mature but and level headed about you it. You also gotta see what the other person is like going through. So I think the problem is that my previous roommate, she didn't understand my dynamic. You know, when I was living with her, I had two jobs. 
Mm. Trying to deal with that shit. And then this past winter, I went through a really just tough time mentally and emotionally. Episode 13. I found it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but <laughs> I just okay. need to say that. Episode 13 is where we went back and talked about some roommate horror stories. So give it a listen. Yes. Um. So... She she just kept getting upset with me. I would still try and clean stuff. It just wasn't as soon as she wanted it. And it wasn't as intricate or like It was as, almost like she had expectations but never set forth what those expectations yeah. were. But I could you tell know? I could tell they were very high, but I didn't know what she wanted. And then so we ended up fighting about it not long before I moved out. I remember and yeah. she tried to compare her own situation like she she tried to say oh when i was in college i had a job and i'd keep up with classes and stuff like that and i that set me off i was like don't you dare compare your situation to mine you don't know what i've been going through you don't know what's going like on in my life a couple like things when it comes to roommates you have to think about one don't compare situations because no. everybody is different and just because one person can do something based on their schedule doesn't mean you can compare that your schedule to another person's schedule if they're yeah. completely different Two, communication is everything. If you don't tell somebody how you want something done, they're not going to know. No. People are fucking stupid. They are. People yes. are dumb. If you think about it, I'm not going to I wouldn't even say sit dumb. around and assume. I wouldn't say dumb. I would just say like the way I look at it is we're not mind readers. Like, yeah. You there can't, you go. You can't get mad at me I retract, for not being psychic. I retract my statement a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, you can't be mad at me for that. And also like. No one wants to see the inside of my head, and I don't even want to see what crazy fucked up shit's inside of your head. So, True. like, there's some scary stuff in there. I mean, now I feel like as a roommate, okay, so I'm completely 110% aware that I am not the cleanest roommate in our apartment, and that is fine. I understand that. That's okay. I, I do. Mean, I don't care. I do my best. I think one thing that we have, we three have done well is that we've kind of figured out how well we work together. Mm. So, for example, I'll pick up the heavy duty stuff a lot. We're like, I know, I know I take out the trash a lot and I do like dishwasher stuff a lot. Kelsey loves to clean when she's stressed. Yeah. Don't you, don't you give me that look, Alyssa. What do you mean I do the dishwasher stuff a lot? I've (laughs) read it four times this week. You? And I've unloaded it all four times. Okay, let's put this into perspective. On Friday when you were like, you could unload the dishwasher. Bitch, I loaded the dishwasher. So like, don't even start with me. Hey, but at least I said it. That's all about communication. I do. I we do play what nice I can. In the sandbox. I, I throw some sand around. <laughs> I yeah, make. I make it a point at to at least do something. You are doing do something. A part you're not, in you're it. not doing nothing, and that's what I appreciate. And so, I did. I did take that away from my previous situation. Is that at least like put effort into it? If they want you yeah. to do more, they will let you know. Exactly. If they're happy with what you're doing, then yeah. And I mean, I, I will always be upfront in saying if I like something and if I don't like something, I don't sit around and hide it because that doesn't do any good. No. And no. to anybody out there, if you are living with randoms, if you are living with your friends, regardless of your situation, talk to your roommates about shit that's going on. I have unfortunately lost friendships over it. And I have had some really negative situations only because we did not communicate. And I think that's why my last roommate situation fell apart so quickly. Heather was really unhappy. Oh. You, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think she name. listens to no, this. I, I highly listen. doubt, but I was like, ah! Okay, but she was, um, she was really unhappy with a lot of the stuff that me and my other roommate were doing. And because I'm not explosive like my other roommate was, um, she was felt like she could direct me like because she also took the smallest room, but I warned them explicitly like 
like I said before, make sure you're happy with these rooms. Yep. We are, have looked at four other places in a similar area. Well, that's how we did going into this. It's make sure you're happy with your yeah. space. I make it work for you. And then that. we go from there. No, and it's a it's a room. So the fact that she wanted my room, because my room was bigger, because um, the two bedrooms were the same size, and then there was a really tiny one. And I made it clear that of all the places we've seen in Hoboken, I'm already giving up not living in the city. I'm not giving up room size. So I've already said, this is what I've compromised. Yep. I'm not compromising mm-hmm. on this. Yep. And she thought she could make it work. And I knew this was going to happen. And because I was more approachable than the other roommate, she mm-hmm. was like, basically like, I don't want to live with you anymore. I want your room and all this. Cause she allowed all these issues. She was not cool with, with both me and the other roommate to manifest. And then she blew up at me towards the end of the year. And see, that's not how it should be. No. You know, the reason people have these roommate horror stories and these negative experiences it's are because they don't talk or if they're not talking enough, that's the yeah. other piece. It's like, you can't just half ass. She uh, never complained what you want. And, and that always made me nervous. I'm like, am I, I'm like, cause I would talk to her. I'd be like, Hey, is there anything I'm doing? Doing that's bothering you like mm-hmm. just trying to like is there you something were, i could do better yeah you were actively trying to make it a good situation. and i was never there and that's uh, half the half the thing too it's like i was never there and i made it clear i'm like i honestly because she wanted a roommate where she's like i want us to all become best friends like and i've seen it happen it's not impossible like i've seen randos end up yeah. as really good friends but i said i'm not looking for living with best friends right now i'm just looking for roommates because i it's just easier to like articulate your needs but this is definitely a way better situation. I'm able to sit in my common space. Yeah. And when you realize you yeah. weren't sitting in your common space because you didn't want to deal with the people in it. Yep. That's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot to realize. You I know? think I think communication is one of the things that we do best. I feel like we talk a lot, not just about things going on in the apartment, but we also just talk to each other and we get to know each other. It's important in your home to feel comfortable to talk about what's going mm-hmm. on in your life, not just talking about what people are doing in the apartment of what you like and don't like, but you need to have your home be a safe space. At the end of the day, everybody should have one place they feel safe and that should be your home. And that should be the one area you can come to at the end of the day and just Oh, like relax. I will say, I get excited to come home now. I like, am too. Like I, like I just get really excited. I'm like, I get to go talk to my roommates. Like I was really nervous going into this because you guys are two of my best friends, and yeah. I was very nervous. Oh, don't get because me wrong. I heard from so many, so many people that it could go horribly wrong. Oh, I did absolutely. too. And I've had awful situations. Um, in that case too, like at where it's put strains on friendships, and yep. it took me a while. Like one, one of um people I lived with in particular. Um, it took me about a year for our friendship to get back to normal because it was like out of the strains of living together. Um, we just like we're really good friends and you could ha- be best friends with someone and just not be meant to live with each other. Exactly. Like, exactly. Just personality types. It is. And it took a year for us to get back to that place where we were super close. But like we definitely there was a lot of friction between us when we were living together. And because it just really impacted it. It was unfortunate. It definitely impacted us going out and just other friends getting involved yeah Yeah, i think i think we got really lucky i think our personalities match up well we did and for those and like knock on wood because i'm hoping this all stays literally for those out there who are struggling in roommate situations talk to them talk to somebody about if you're afraid to approach someone talk to a friend who can maybe help you figure out that way to approach them at the end of the day your home is your safe space your home is your place and you should feel comfortable there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we are coming up on time here, so we got to yes. close it on out. Kelsey, but, so glad you came on. Yes. I'm so, so, so glad. glad. Thank you. You are welcome back on the show anytime. Anytime, girl. Which, Aww. before we go, a friendly reminder that we do have our live show. July 27th. July 27th. Still mark your calendars. We're still working on all the good stuff. And yes. Kelsey actually has to be there because she's our roommate. She has no choice. And she's come also going to be on the live show. So if you want to come and see Kelsey perform with us, please come on July 27th. We're aiming to have all the final details wrapped up at the end of this month with a link to reserve your spot. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Keeping It Together. Once again, I'm Alyssa. I am Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for the sex episode. Woo!